welcome to You Love to See It, the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows and, uh, you know, we watch them. I guess we talk about them after we watch them. That's usually how it works. I am your host, Danielle Riendo. I am joined today by the usual crew for the first time in like a month, <laughs> I think, something like that. I have a podcast managing editor, Merritt Kay. Yeah, it's been a while since I've gone bit. and potted things up just like I always do, you know? Yeah. Going around pod- podding here and there, you know, podding about movies, especially. I also have the wrestling section head and social media analytics uh, extraordinaire, LB Hunk Tears. LB, how are you? Oh, you know, I'm alive. <laughs> this was like a wild way to start my my week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I think we're all sort of in the same the same place with this one. I, I, I how so did too. we get I- here? I... Okay. How did so, we get here? How did this happen? How did this well, happen? How did we allow yeah. this as a society to happen? Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this at the top. We watched Meet the Feebles. I'm gonna read the description in a second, but I am gonna I am gonna put the CW on this one. I am gonna put the content yeah, warning put, on this put one. The, put the WB on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna put the WB on this one. Uh, this movie has some fucking gnarly body shaming and racism and other just bad bad things think probably also content warning for sexual assault homophobia just there's so many so many things so if that stuff upsets you this is probably not the podcast for you and this is definitely not the movie for you uh so all right i'm gonna read the description and then i really want to ask the question how do we get here so uh i think I, I think i maybe i feel partially responsible but but we'll get to it all right. Well, if this is your fault, Merritt, then then we'll hold then you. Then I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, all right. Here, here we go. Meet the Feebles, also known as Frogs of War in New Zealand, as the film's English fake working title, is a 1989 New Zealand musical black comedy drama film directed by Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, and written by Jackson, Fran Walsh, Stephen Sinclair, and Danny Mullerhorn. It features Jim Henson-esque puppets in perverse comic satire. All right, my other big question is, is this a horror film? And there's another big question here. What does it mean for a movie to be tasteless? And, and with that framing out of the way, Merritt, how how did we get here? I think you have okay. the closest yeah. answer. So here's what I think happened. Um, I've been re-watching the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I haven't seen them since they were in the theaters and I never saw the third one. I'm halfway through the two towers right now, but I really loved okay. Fellowship. And I was like, wow, sure. I didn't like this at all as a kid. It was so much walking. It was so slow. Just a bunch of little guys running around. And now I watch it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just a bunch of little guys running around. I love this shit. Um, so yeah. I had also seen uh, Frighteners, which was 90s yes. Peter Jackson. And I had always heard, okay, so he did this this weird shit. Like, when he was in the 80s, when he was still in New Zealand, he was just doing, like, just really weird, upsetting stuff. And I was like, well, I, I have to see that. Um, and we had actually, I think, come across Meet the Feebles, like, years ago as, like, we were yeah. just looking for, like, you know, old horror movies. And that yeah. came up, and it was like, this looks interesting. And uh, so we decided – so we are doing um, – Next week, we're doing, uh, what's it called? Heavenly Creatures. Heavenly Creatures, which is not like this movie at all. Yeah. Um, it's also There's 90s. There's like a tiny bit of shared DNA, but it's right. really not well, it's, like yeah. this. It's 90s yeah. Peter Jackson. It's Hollywood Peter Jackson. Um, yeah. This yeah. is very much not. This is very much just he's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. 
at um I think that's how we got here. So I will take responsibility for that. This movie is not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Muppets, but they cuss, um, yep. which like would have been bad uh, in a different way. But instead, I got one of the most aggressively unpleasant viewing experiences I have ever had in my life. Yeah. And it's I'm kind of impressed. Like we were talking about this after we watched it and we were just both like, well, we didn't want to stop watching it, but I also don't know that I would tell anyone else to watch it. It's like one of yeah. those things when I was putting out my letterbox, I'm just like, I don't even know. It's like, how do you rate a movie that is trying to just be like fucking repulsive? Um, right. And that's why I put this question on here of what does it mean for a movie to be tasteless? Because I think, you know, he also, Peter Jackson also famously did that movie Bad Taste, which is kind of a play on words because it's about aliens eating people. But right. I think these early movies are sort of known um, as sort of like tasteless, like schlocky, horror, violent things. And uh, I guess I wanted to, to think about that as we talk about the movie because like, I, I'm curious, I'm, I wonder what you all think about that question of taste and like, obviously yeah. it's a personal thing, but it's also like, there are some parts in this movie where it was just like, okay, well, so this is just like bad, but like, if the whole thing were just like equally tasteless, it would just be like, you could just have someone up there just saying like racial slurs the whole time or whatever. And that would be tasteless, but like, or would that just be bad? You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, that's sort of what, what's on my uh, brain right yeah. now after this. Honestly, I think that's good framing to uh, go into this with a hundred percent because it's like, there are things that I think are actually kind of funny and clever in this movie. But it's also hidden under layers of like deeply unpleasant other shit kind of happening. And I guess my closest reference point to this is I think the next movie he made, which is Brain Dead or Dead Alive, depending on what region you're in, which is also like just gross out. Like yeah. just well, I guess if I have to also put a content warning for just disgusting, like body fluid disgusting, because there is a lot of um bodily fluids in this movie and it is it's nasty and there are parts that actually did make me genuinely laugh uh which we will get to um it might also be because i'm very juvenile and i find these things funny but lb i i <laughs> i want to hear from you a little bit on on how your experience went with this as well and how you feel about this kind of framing questions about tastelessness and is is this is this horror and is this tasteless <laughs> i wanted to turn this off Okay. So badly. Okay. I really didn't want to finish this movie. All right. There were parts of this movie where I, like, in my notes, I say things like, what if I just watch all of Berlin Alexander plots in one sitting instead of this? I said I wanted to die <laughs> multiple times into my notes. Wow. I fucking hated this. I hated every, almost every single second of this. There was, like, wow. one shot that I thought yeah. was kind of funny to look at. Sure, sure. Uh, what shot was that? Just out of curiosity. Uh, when the, they went golfing. Oh my I god! I liked the way, <laughs> yeah. like the look, just the image of yeah. these, of like walrus guy. Yeah. Uh, just against like the blue sky and the the green of the um of the golf course, I thought was like a funny, cool image that if I was just like scrolling yeah. online, I would be like, oh, oh, funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Not even funny. Just oh. It's like stout. that was like, the, the only that was the most simulated. That was like the most positive part of this whole thing for me. Gotcha. My range, I ranged from like ambiently hating it to like actively wanting to not do it. And if I had watched it 
earlier, I probably would have asked to not be on the episode. Sure. That's that's also fair. And I think that's uh, <laughs> extremely valid, frankly, especially given um, some of the, the content and just some of where the jokes are coming from and how how hard this thing uh, five does that punching down long. thing. There's a five minute long Viet, like over five minute lo- five minutes long a fucking racist Muppet Vietnam deer hunter flashback. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it was 100%. over five minutes. I checked the timestamps. I was like, it, like, it just feels this long because it's bad. No, it was really long. It's really long. Man, I just, so in terms of tastelessness and like bad taste, yeah. to get a framework of like where I'm coming from. Yeah, please. I'm somebody who my senior year of high school, uh, I had uh my dvd copy of pink flamingos that i brought with me to parties uh-huh. and uh when everybody was too fucked up to not tell me to know i would make people watch it see that's okay it's funny you say that because my friend naomi uh was telling me that she had seen this movie way too many times because when she was in college uh one of her friends did the same thing with this movie oh yeah wow. when people were too fucked up to say to say no they uh they would put this movie on which like see that would be a good context to see this movie in for me if I was like throwing up, mm-hmm. just like the or movie. like had just thrown up, just like the movie, and yeah, like but like that's the headspace I would I would need to be in. Also, I'm like I think I would maybe find something redeemable about this if I had seen it when I was like 14. Mm. Sure, um, I haven't sure. seen Dead Alive since I was about 13, but I remember loving it when I was 13. I thought it was the greatest shit I'd ever seen. Yeah, um, yeah, and. I feel like Dead Alive probably would hold up better for me than mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. just because it's like a genre. It's like a genre movie, and there's, it's, I don't know, man. I just, but yeah. Uh, in terms of bad taste, I guess. Have you seen Movie Forty Eight? No. Or movie Forty Three. Movie no. Forty Three. Sorry. Do you know what it is? Uh, I feel like I've heard about it. What is Movie Forty Three? Is a like a. Uh, a movie of like comedy vignettes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's from 2013. It's considered like one of the worst movies ever made. Okay. Um, it's got like the thing about um, oh, it's Peter like Hugh Jackman and Kate Winslet are on a day, and Hugh Jackman has his just has balls on his chin, and that's a joke. <laughs> and wow, uh, it's just like an aggressively stupid, yeah movie with kind of no redeem like mm-hmm. what i think though like the one that is good the one vignette is good is anna ferris and chris pratt and um she is and they're like on a, a romantic date and she's like asking him to shit on her that's the best one. yeah yeah definitely i would watch like, that i i would watch that it's yeah. uh, it's a fucking miserable experience it's a miserable viewing experience um that's like about where I was with this. And I think okay. like I think Meet the Feebles has more artistic integrity than movie 43. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Like there's some there is craft here. Like sure, the, yeah. the puppet stuff is, you know. I just I That's what's weird. Okay, that's what's weird about this yes. movie to me. Is yes. like it's not badly made. Right. Like it's like Peter Jackson is like um he's like a George Lucas guy in ways, right? Like he loves just like the craft of like making a movie, as far as yeah. I can tell. Um 
And, that, and he's actually pretty good at it. And he's pretty it. good. Um, like, he's made good movies. He's made really, yeah, yeah like that comes yeah. through. And like the Lord of the Rings, like the, the craft in those movies is like really beautiful. Like those long shots of those little guys running around. Incredible <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And here it's yeah. like, okay, so like you, you put work into, like you like you made a movie just, just with puppets. Like that's the thing about this movie is like, it's not like the Muppets where there's people. There are no people. It's just right. puppets. And it's like, that's a really expensive like thing to do um it's really hard it's really hard really hard yeah and then like all of these special effects and stuff it's like he put so much work into making something that is just like just this (laughs) yeah that's that's why i'm like kind of impressed of just like the amount of work that went into it but like i i also like don't recommend that anyone watch this movie um unless you're like a real like freak um, yep. Not even if no, even if you're a real freak. No, no, no. Like, yeah, as somebody who identifies as a real freak, if you're a real freak, this is a hard maybe. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, you have to, you have to like push past freakdom to like I don't know. This also real... might be something that's improved by watching it with another person. I think that's yes. it because like, you can just yeah. start screaming and exactly the other person will be there to like validate. The fact yeah, that you're yeah. seeing what you're seeing. Um, like, Mary, I feel like we had an experience watching this. Yeah. I, like, this was like, we're there together in this together watching this. Yeah. Know? And I very much afterwards kind of wished I hadn't. Uh, like, <laughs> right, right. I was like, right. I feel like I'm going to have nightmares for this movie. Because yeah. the other thing is, like, the whole thing is shot with, like, this style that really reminds me of, like, 90s PSAs. Of, yes. like, these puppets running around, like... Oh, don't put that in your mouth. Don't eat that, kids. Except like they do always do the thing that it's like that if you were having a nightmare and like they were doing the things that they weren't supposed to. Because it's like all these really like dark rooms and interiors with all this fog and like harsh lighting and stuff. And it's just I think like the the golf course scene is like one of the few scenes that's outside. The rest is like all in the theater. Yeah. And it's like all these little like nooks and crannies and little back rooms and stuff and all the characters look so fucking disgusting and i hate them all (laughs) like yeah i so for me and and this is also a backstage comedy like to be clear this is muppets like in both that it uses puppets and it's also there's a show within the the same format right yeah it's the same exact format like the premise we and we absolutely don't need to get into plot it's extraneous frankly it's just it's kind of noises off but with puppets and, you know, it's all the things that go wrong backstage and every puppet is kind of evil and fucked up, except for Robbie, who's the naive hedgehog who comes onto the cast. Wabut. He's very excited. Wabut. He's a little guy. Uh, he's just a he's little just, guy. He's a little guy. And he is in some of my favorite parts. Now, I'm going to be I'm going to be real. I think the racism and the fat shaming and all the bad things are just bad. They are just bad. They're just bad. It sucks. And it's just bad. There's nothing redeeming any of that. But I will not lie that I genuinely laughed at several portions of this, probably just for how outrageous it was and probably just for how surprising it was. But Wabert, Waba, walking into the, like, uh, S&M porn scene with the whipping and, like, trying to save the person being whipped. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a character. It actually made me cackle. There's a character who's a rat who is a pornographer and a drug dealer. Um, and he's evil. And he's, he's like he's like the enforcer of like yeah. the 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 producer of the show, who is also like a crime guy, who is yep. a walrus man. 
And um, to be uh, also, yeah, the Walrus Man and like a few other characters are played by people in suits in like really yes. scary looking mascot suits. <laughs> like, oh just imagine like the scariest fursuit you've ever seen, and then like make it much scarier. Um, and then put like goop on it, yeah, like, bodily fluid goop. And the yeah. rest of them are just like, like just yeah. some calm and vomit. yeah, just some. F- yeah. Okay, there is there is that one so scene. Oh my so god, there is that one scene where like it definitely looks like there's a Muppet jacking off outside the door, but like they, they shoot it in such a way that it's really supposed to look like that, but they get away with it by being like, Oh no, it's just actually, he's drooling. Yeah. No, it's not. Cause he has it's a penis nose. nose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Cause his tongue. nose is his dick. Right. I forgot. Yeah. That was the whole yeah. joke. Cause he's a weird anteater or something that, yeah. He's Gonzo. He's the great oh, Gonzo. He is Gonzo. Who he yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. That chicken, the chicken in this movie looks exactly like the chicken in the Muppets. Camilla, like, I feel like they just Camilla. stole the chicken. Yeah. I think from Jim Henson. Yeah. Like Peter Jackson just like just flew out and like just stole one of those chickens. <laughs> um, I think he did. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, the plot, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's this guy and he's, he joins the show and finds out that it's not all that it's cracked up to be. And meanwhile, there's like this plot going on about like the producer is like this fucking awful guy who's like betrayed the star who he, like he claimed he was in love with to like get her in his show. And then he's like, like fucking around with like a cat and there's a scene the where a walrus a gets a blowjob from a cat. Yep. Um, These Muppets have so much sex. These Muppets have They're so much miserable. sex. It's really upsetting Yeah, how much sex these Muppets have. There's a whole bit where the rabbit has a lot of sex because rabbits have a lot of sex. And then there's a thing where he thinks uh, he has HIV, except they yep. never actually say it. Um, they say it's the big one. The big one. And there's a, a, yeah. a fly... Um, who is like reporter. a reporter or like a paparazzi trying to like get a scoop and the fly is just like horrible looking and like just eats, and shit. eats shit all the time. Eats shit. Like literally yeah. eats like shit. Literally. The and then yeah. he then eats shit figuratively in that scene when uh the walrus rips its wings off and then rips <laughs> the right wing off and he's like, Look, a left wing reporter. Ha ha ha. Ah, God, we gotta have a sorry. balanced journalism, and then rips its other wing off and flushes it oh. down the toilet. Um God. Ah, do you think yeah. destroying all the puppets in this movie was really cathartic for anyone who worked on it? it must have feel- been. It must have been. It must have been. Okay, here's the redeeming thing about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. If I feel like some, I oh God, at least maybe I just hope they like were at least having fun. At least they were. I hope yes. they were enjoying. Themselves. I hope they were having because, fun because, like, I've can been. I've been in a headspace. Like, I'm not a great. I'm not a great creative. I have some good ideas sometimes. But like in my in my you in in my moments of being like oh I have this great idea for a movie they're not very good. Mm. Um, I, I'll but be, I'm gonna push like, back on that. I'm gonna push back. You don't know this, Danielle. You don't know inside my mind. <laughs> no, but just Stay from the evidence here. from the evidence that I have as somebody who works with you, I think you have great ideas. And I'm just I'm just gonna put that out there. And please continue your point. I'm sorry I interrupted, but you have great ideas. In like in an alternate universe. <laughs> Where I, instead of doing this, like, got to make all my bad ideas, I think I would have a lot of fun making things that weren't very good. Yes. And I, and would, and there's a certain, like, not, there's a certain, I don't know, more is more, let's just be more as gross as possible, let's be as dumb as possible, instinct mm-hmm. that I have inside me, and I recognize about myself, especially, like, my much younger self who was coming up with most of the movie ideas I've ever come up with mm. was like a 15 year old. I'll be, um, yeah. 
And if I'd gotten to make those, I probably would have had a lot of fun. Like, this is where I'm at in terms of like rationalizing something good here. Yeah. But I imagine that maybe they were enjoying themselves. I I had a similar note. I had a really similar note, which is this is, I believe, the first movie that Peter Jackson co-wrote with Fran Walsh, who would be his writing partner and producing partner for a very, very long time. I believe they still are. And romantic partner. I, this, okay. I don't know this for sure, but from what I've read, this might be, like, their flirtation. Like, this might be, like, oh, this is how we we have knew what giant weirdos that we were. We, like, one-upped each other over this horrible movie and everybody gets to see it. And look at this fucking trash that came out of our brains. Ha-ha. Like, there's a part of me that sees that in this movie. And again, I'm not saying this is absolutely how everything happened. But they have been working together for a this long time. And they've fiction. made actual good things. Yeah, I mean... I'm just saying. They won this Oscars. Is the first time they this is your real person fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, you're doing our you're doing RPF. RPF. I mean, I I that's the first time I've heard of that, but I I don't doubt that it like is a real thing. And uh I'm too normie for this. So, you know, well maybe I'm not because I'm doing I it. I don't think right? so because you're you're the cuz I'm doing it. You're doing it. I can't yeah. believe it. I'm doing it. About the right about uh, not just doing it, you're doing it about the writing of Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Oh God. Well, that's like the opposite of Normie. I guess I, I guess I am a freak that this movie was made for. <laughs> there, so here's okay. another part. Yeah. Here's an, I'll I'll be very brief. I promise. And I think uh, there's a there's probably a common theme here, but there's something about this and about a lot of this kind of gross out horror. And I do think this counts as a fucking horror film. By the way, just the amount of body horror that's happening here, I think it counts as a horror film. But I would have been literally nauseated with fear and maybe vomited as a child watching this movie. Oh, there's like I, a it would perverse. Have, it would have traumatized yeah. me. I would have. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, you shouldn't. It's not like this is a children's movie. But if I had somehow right. seen even parts of this, even the parts that aren't like totally violent, just the the vibes yeah. of the puppets are like extremely dark, bad yeah. vibes. Yeah, a hundred percent. There is a perverse pleasure in myself as an adult feeling like I am able to now like understand where this shit comes from it's not like an evil that that exists in the world this is like a creative vision even though it sucks and is bad and there's a part of me that will always be like weirdly childishly gleeful that it now does not upset me in the same Mm. way if that makes any sense I suppose we are now psychoanalyzing me, so I am gonna (laughs) Merit, you absolutely Uh, you had a point. I found a website called uh Internet Internet Movie Firearms Database. Okay, good. Uh, which I think is a bad website. Like I, I'm just gonna guess. I'm gonna just go it on a limb and guess that it's <laughs> bad things happen there for, for bad people. Um, but they have a list of all the fil- the guns that were used in the movie because oh, there are a lot. My God. There are a lot. There's an AK-47. There's a a Smith and Wesson uh, Model 29. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And then the climax of the movie involves, uh, the main character, uh, Heidi, Heidi yeah. basically going on a rampage with an M60 machine gun and just like, hit, yeah. like gunning down like everyone. Um, so I found people, I found like notes about this in a couple of places online, so I cannot confirm this. Um, sure. it may just be one of those weird, like urban 
legends, but people say that they couldn't afford blanks for that gun. (laughs) So they were firing live ammunition. Oh my God. Apparently blanks are uh, more expensive than actual bullets. And also you'd have to get them belted to use with an M60. So I can believe that. And uh, if so, that part of the film, I could see being really cathartic for that person uh, who is just fucking like blowing apart every everything in this movie uh, for like 10 minutes. With a machine, during with which, a live machine gun. During yeah. which uh, a puppet fox is singing a song about how much he loves anal sex. Yep. Yes. Sodomy, the the official name. In a song that has been built up for like most of the movie as like this incredible, (laughs) tasteful performance that it's just like just and then he finally has to do it because there's no other options because all the other acts are dead or like gone. And then he just gets up and sings a song about sodomy. Um, And while this is happening, yeah, she just is uh, uh, killing everyone. which feels, I mean, I will say that that part of the movie does feel a little cathartic. It, yes. It's like, this was a horrible experience, but now you get to watch all these puppets get, like, get fucking killed. Yeah. Um, there is a, a very cute moment. Cute. Okay. Well, it made me, again, I don't know. I must be a fucking weirdo, but this did make me laugh when one of the chickens, not the chicken with the paternity case, but a different chicken is like, massacring everyone won't solve all your problems and then just oh yeah and then just gets blown away yeah which is a very gamer i guess it's just a very gamer moment right there it was a pretty Uh epic gamer moment um (laughs) do we want to just talk about something else for like the next 20 minutes i'm honestly fine with that (laughs) i'm very okay i i i mean to frame it around this i i just kind of uh, we'll have more of a discussion of this next week i think but just thinking about Peter Jackson's trajectory is fascinating to me. Like the ways in which he is making these like, again, tasteless pieces of art or entertainment and then goes on to be one of the most successful directors in Hollywood history. I and mean, he, he, he won best picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> Return of the King came it's out wild. and like That's wild. made so, so much money. And those are like, well, regard. I'm not going to sit here and say I think Lord of the Rings is like the best movie ever made, but they are good, well-made movies. Like they yeah. are made with care. They're not like a piece of shit. It is amazing to me. It's it's just amazing to me to see this trajectory. Is I there guess, something about New Zealand? Like what? I guess <laughs> like maybe you just need to get the bad stuff out of your system. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You know, get that like, nasty stuff out. Yeah. You just need to, like, exercise the bad idea and try different things. And, like, you know what? Being disgusting and fucked up is really hard to do well, I think. Yes. And and not everybody's cut out for it. Yeah. And I I mean, very few people are, honestly. And I mean, okay, so... Having a disgusting, fucked up sensibility or being somebody who loves things that are disgusting and fucked up. Yeah. Like that does bring complexity Mm -hmm. to stuff that is like a a mainstream adventure epic. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not saying there's like a direct, I'm trying to find my my direct line from Meet the Feebles to Lord I mean, of the they're Rings. both about little yeah. guys running around, you know? They that are. is true. They are. Like, when that little hedgehog shows up in this movie, I'm like, that's a hobbit. <laughs> that's a fucking it is. hobbit. Wob- Wobbit's a hobbit, you know? Uh, also, the guy who plays um, a few of the the characters in this movie. Um, let me see. The, a bunch uh, of them were in the the Hobbit movies. Yes, the bad ones. Uh, the bad wonderful. ones. Yeah, but um, oh okay. Yeah. The guy who played uh, Mark Hadlow, who oh he actually played uh, he plays Robert, um, and he plays that bulldog too. Was uh, was Dory in the the hobbit and it's also harry in king kong so he has like a long history of collaboration with peter jackson which uh i think may have started with this movie i'm telling you i think this movie starts some things some good things i think some good things come out of it not the movie yeah i just like like, the creative production of it i don't know it's it's funny because like again like just to get back to that question of taste like there, I know that there are definitely like people who could watch this movie and just be like, "Haha, yeah, man, this is fucking funny. Like, that's funny as shit." Um, and like, I'm kind of, I like, I kind of know where those people are coming from, you know. Um, but I think it is interesting, like, the question of like, when is a movie tasteless but good, and like, is taste mm-hmm. always tied to like? like artistic merit or is it right um on a separate axis or something because Ellie, you mentioned a film like um uh what was that john waters movie pink flamingos pink flamingos oh yeah um yeah which superficially i think you know some people would look at and be like this is the same kind of movie right so i mean i guess what i'm thinking what like i am thinking back on that and i guess tastelessness I think of tastelessness and I automatically like resort to because Pink Flamingos is like very much a manifesto of Mm -hmm. like like the whole thing is that there are, you know, uh, there's a family of pseudo criminals who are feuding with a couple of different kind of criminals over who is the who are the filthiest people alive. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's like a a driving conflict in this in, in Pink Flamingos. Yeah. So if the whole thing is like this manifesto of bad taste, right? But it's done in like such an aesthetically stimulating, mm. like lush, pleasing, brightly colored, you know, the it, the soundtrack is all this like great 50s um, mm-hmm. Link Ray. Uh, I think like Little Richard is on there. Like it's just like the aesthetics of Pink Flamingos are actually like not challenging at all and it's made by somebody who has really good taste um so instead of it being bad taste like as a descriptive thing it's more of like trying to like to create a conceptual aesthetic of bad taste Mm. whereas i would say meet the feebles could you could just kind of accurately describe it as being in poor taste and without really having much in the way of like cleverness or like 
I guess, I mean, did I had anybody ever done the, this kind of puppet but fucked up? Right. Like, that's, before? that's the other yeah. question I have is like, we're watching this movie in 2021. And like this, I feel like, you know, is kind of played out. Like, like yeah. Greg yeah. the Bunny. Um, that other the Muppets movie from like five years ago. The was Muppets movie from like five years like ago. Yeah. But like, there's so much like we're in like a post puppet fucked up. Yeah, like yeah. it's been done yeah. um, to the yeah. point that that is like a, a joke now, like of just like, oh, what if it's like fucked up? Like that, that in itself is like a genre. Um, but I guess, I don't know, like maybe they hadn't really done this at the time. Like, I feel like that's yeah. probably part of it is part, part of like why it was so shocking to people um, and not just like gross or boring or whatever. It's like, whoa, right. what if the Muppets were fucked up and they had sex and like vomited and like killed each other that'd be fucking crazy like wait yeah. when was that when was that weird uk show spitting spitting image is that what it was called that's not really the same but it was also okay so that was oh, 80s God. um yeah. that show also very scary very upsetting yeah um yeah. definitely saw late at night when i was a kid those puppets on a uh somewhere and got very upset to see I mean, partly just because they look like English people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm looking at this now, and this actually debuted the month I was born. Which they, is, they just kind of do look yeah. like white English old people. Um, yeah. But also they are just grotesque and, and scary. Um, yeah, I feel like this was probably one of the earlier fucked up puppets things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that then has its own, and also like, it's, there are aspects of it that really remind me of like the ch- uh, the Chuck E. Cheese but fucked up mm, and yeah, like yeah. you know mascots but fucked up so, aesthetic, yeah. which I actually think is a valid aesthetic and like is an aesthetic with a lot of value and I think is an aesthetic that can be done in an interesting way, um, and is actually is really important in terms of like you know kind of cursed internet culture mm, and like uh-huh. uh, I was looking at that account like liminal space bot. Um, oh, yeah. Which is like yeah. a really great combination of like super like high aesthetic, foggy mm-hmm. streets and like horrifying waiting rooms. Um, yeah. And I think that the like Chuck E. Cheese but fucked up, you can maybe say Chuck E. Cheese but fucked up gets like some some juice from Meet the Feebles just in terms of like execution of. Mm-hmm the look i don't know and that, yeah that all i guess like there's you're being so there. generous to this movie i'm right now. so <laughs> generous to this movie you know, because i feel bad about how much i fucking hated it no don't i don't think you should like i just i hated the experience of it it was an awful yeah. experience and we all survived <laughs> yeah. it together and like yeah. it's brought We're us closer now. together as a family and a podcast <laughs> and true. uh yeah i um I like that. That's interesting, though, that there's maybe a line between something like this and then like um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. yeah. Like like Meet the Feebles uh, walked and puked and was horrible <laughs> so that Five Nights at Freddy's could <laughs> sell Funko Pops. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe it's yeah. just like it's a coincidental. Com- like, it's just <sighs> it just it's done so poorly. Yeah. And it's so like, I like things that are dumb. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. I know this. Me too. But, Me and too. I like things that are gross. And I yeah. like things that are unpleasant. But if they're all of these things together, as well as being like kind of callous and not maliciously like punching down, it doesn't feel like, but punching down in kind of like a lazy way. And maliciously the punching laziest. down is also very bad. Um, yeah. But it doesn't feel malicious. Like the racism doesn't feel malicious in Meet the Feebles. It just feels like it's a... What's, what else is edgy? We've got uh, right. yeah. we got yeah. sex, like, yeah. we've got yeah. shit. Racism's edgy. Let's throw that in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um it it's just like dumb and bad and depressing. Yeah. Like those things can come together for me in like a perfect recipe. And it's very rare that something manages to do it. And it just depressed the shit out of me. And that's what this is. Yeah. It just like yeah. massively it's just bleak like and depressing. Theater of cruelty shit. It's just like, yeah. It's like, yeah, it was like, I don't know. Um, Except like, I enjoy things that are like, in, that are intentionally unpleasant and intentionally challenging. But they have to have, they have to be, do it in like a smart way or have mm. something there. And there just was nothing here. There's for just me. nothing. There's no substance and that's why i'm flailing around trying to draw connections that no yeah i mean i think that's a good way these of, puppets i think that's like a yeah, good way of, ta- just, of thinking about it though just like um it does does kind of it does feel a lot like uh someone in the 80s being like what's all the stuff that's like that's edgy and that's gonna like get me in trouble and shit and like in a way i kind of can admire someone trying to to just make the most off-putting movie they possibly could but like at the same time if that was the goal and i'm just getting back to that the question that i framed the whole thing with it could be worse you know like if (laughs) like it could be worse like if the if the goal was just make something that is just like that people want to shut off like instantly then like you could make it worse but like you didn't and like so in that sense it's like almost feels like a cop-out to me of like sure so you made this like really gross, like upsetting thing um, with like no real like, I don't know. That's just like really depressing and like ugly. Um, and yet you could have gone further. Um, right. And like, not that I think you should have, like not not that you should make your movie just like completely morally repugnant, but like you could have. And yet yeah. you stopped and you drew the line in certain places. And it's like, well, then why bother? You know? Why draw a line? Yeah. What? Yeah. Or like, well, then why bother doing it in the first place? Like, yeah, that too. it's just like, it, it, you can't, it's hard to def- defend this movie for me as like an exercise in just doing that stuff when like, there are so many places where like, I could have seen it going like way worse. And it was just like, it didn't because either like he had his limits or the funders did or whatever. Um, Okay, I'm looking at this, like, at the wiki, and it says, some of the scenes, including the Vietnam flashback, were funded by members of the film crew. Yep. So, this is, like, why? This is their passion project. Was this, This like, a passion project? Did you just love, like... They just love... That's just, that is wild to me. They just thought parodying the deer hunter, but even more racist, would just feel like the fucking funniest thing in the world. Yep. This is like which again bad that's that's the thing. Dipshit humor. It's like yeah, go ahead. how old was Peter Jackson when he made this? Oh, good question. Because Tw- I hope he was 12. 
I hope he yeah. was 12. <laughs> uh, he was uh, 28. 27, wow, 28. That's yeah. a grown ass person. Yeah, your brain is fully You're finished grown. cooking. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Yep, yep. You keep talking. I'm going to look something up. Okay. He's a knight. Did you know that? He is a knight. Yeah. All right. I, I have a brief aside here. Yeah, And uh, I, I'll just say it as as uh, LB looks up some research. There are things that I will admit that I liked about this, mostly because... For me, something like this occupies the same space as something like the L.A. Beast on YouTube 10 years ago. Interesting. Interesting. It's sort of like exposure therapy for me as someone who has OCD around certain things to like be confronted in the most disgusting and outrageous way with certain disgusting visuals and sound design things in a way that I can control it. I could always like take off the video. I could always turn it off. I could always tap out of it. It's like almost helpful for me in, in a way, in a very, again, wild and weird way. There is something about putting things that really bother you on screen, uh, either as like the viewer, as somebody who is like, okay, I'm, I'm going to watch this thing. I'm going to have a reaction to it, but I am able to control myself in the moment because I'm not actively having a panic attack. Or potentially as a creative person who is just putting the most disgusting thing they can imagine on screen there. I have screenplays that I've written where it's like nasty body horror stuff, right? Where I go into like horrible detail. I go into like worst nightmare stuff to just get it on a page and get it out. And I am not saying that Peter Jackson did this or Fran Walsh did this, but I understand that form of motivation for making certain absolutely disgusting and tasteless things. LB, did you do your research? <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. I was wrong. Oh, I was okay. thinking like maybe this is like a Saturn return thing, right? <laughs> oh! Like this was a yeah. Saturn return crisis was Meet the Feebles. But gotcha. the dates don't work out. Like the dates would have been uh, his Saturn return. His major dates were between March 1990 and December 1990. Okay. And like that's that's after this. So I'm stumped. I mean the comment like the 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 combination of Scorpio Sun uh Leo Moon does <laughs> like does lend itself to like just this kind of nonsense um but yeah okay but do you think is there a line between Meet the Feebles and Avenue Q? Yes, yes absolutely. Just of course. Weird. Just weird. Like just just like I mean what Avenue Q like does is is like decide to be like a sanitized Sesame Street version of Meet the Feebles, mm, where they yeah. just like instead of doing the things as directly, they just do the things, but also like sing a song about how the thing is good, mm. like racism mm-hmm. or like unpleasant Muppet sex. Yep. They both have songs about how those are good. I mean, Avenue Q has songs about how both of those things. I've are never good. Uh, Meet the Feebles. Never seen Avenue Q. Oh, I saw Avenue Q on Broadway. I know a lot of people who did. Yeah, it was oh. very popular. When, it was when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, same. It, and like the crappy Muppets movie from like five years ago. No, you keep talking about this Muppets elk. movie, and I'm like, do you mean the one where the guy turns into a Muppet, or he's like half Muppet? No, no, no. That one is like. 
a cute movie. Okay, yeah, that one right? was like, like 10 totally, years ago, right? Perfectly fine and cute movie. I'm talking about one that was like maybe four or five years ago. It had what's-her-face as the human partner of a Muppet detective. And she was part Muppet because she had like a, a spleen made of candy or something or she yes. ate candy. I, this was real. The Muppets most want. Wait, you're not talking about the Happy Time Murders, are you? I don't think it's that. All right. The Muppets most wanted. That was Ricky Gervais and Tina Fey. It might be the Happy Time Murders. Yeah, no? I feel like you're thinking of the Happy Time Murders, which is like not. No, I actually know. What is this? Because it was Muppets. Was it not Muppets? Was it uh, Jim Henson's kid? Oh, it's Brian Henson, who has been the Henson person since the 80s. That's why I thought it was actually the Muppets. Okay, it's not literally the Muppets, but it's the same exact production team. And it's puppets and humans in the same way that the Muppets are. But it is Henson. It it is a Henson production. It is called The Happy Time. The Happy Time. Okay, yeah. So that's, yeah, that is, yeah, that's different. That's, um, but I think, yeah, there is a definite line from this to that. And that was, um, I think, did pretty poorly and people mostly hated yeah, it. It wasn't great. And this is apparently it's only three years ago. Are you serious? Uh yeah. I thought this Happy was Time like- Murders was 2018. That was uh Melissa McCarthy. Um yep, Melissa- also like why would you make a show about a cool puppet detective when they already made that episode of Angel? <laughs> you know? Like they already yep, did that. Jordan tweeted that the other day. That was exactly. very good. Like yeah. that, that was very good. And, and why would you make a movie with Joel McHale and like, yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And it, it, it was, it was like, there was a lot of puppet sex in that. There was that puppet just, you know, there was a lot of that. I mean, so yeah, I, I like puppets. I'm, I'm the person we've talked about it before on podcasts. I actually love productions with puppets. I love. No, I think puppets are, are cool. I just think I it's like, texture. It's weird that like you would do this in 2018. Maybe the idea had like come around again and people were like, oh no, now it's time to do fucked up puppets again. And there was an actual Muppets thing that was dirty in that same time frame. I I very clearly remember like a blowjob joke between Kermit and Miss Piggy. Yeah, no joke. Like I very clearly remember this. There was some reboot. I don't know if it happened. Grandmother's Muppets. It was not. And now there's a very cute show on the Disney Channel Network, whatever, Disney Plus, whatever it is, that is normal Muppets. Again, What's your favorite cute. Muppet? Question for the room. What's your favorite oh, Muppet? Wow. LB, go ahead. I need to think. Wait, are we talking like Muppet Show only? Are we talking Muppet Show and Sesame Street? Are we talking Muppet Show and Sesame Street and um, like, the Muppets Extended all, Universe? All Henson uh, or all Henson, Labyrinth like, characters. Like, is Yoda okay. a Muppet? Yoda uh, is not a Muppet. Muppets? Yoda is okay. not a Muppet. Um, uh, that is a great question, though. Like, what is a Muppet? Um, it's not quite a Muppet and it's not quite a puppet. <laughs> um, uh, but in conclusion, it, I don't know. Um, Do so. Are we counting Sesame Street characters? Yes. If it's, we count yes, Sesame Street characters. Muppets. It is, of course, Oscar the Grouch. Okay, uh, incredible. My, who's been my favorite since before I could say Aww. Oscar? Oh, that's so cute. How about you, Danielle? Honestly, when I was little, it was it was Gonzo the Great. I really love Gonzo. He just loves fucking chickens. He does. I mean, he really actually does. I also have always loved Grover. When I was a baby, I loved Grover. Yeah, Grover's cool. A There's lot. a monster Grover's at the end of this great. book, baby. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I think I like Gonzo too. I like um. I like Ralph. 
Oh, he's so cute. I think Ralph's cute. Yeah. Very little floppy dog. Yeah, uh, he's so cute. I like uh, Sam the Eagle as well. Sam the Eagle's great. Sam the Eagle's oh, probably my favorite so Muppet good. show, Muppet. America. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, and Sattler and Waldorf are my, they're my favorite. Oh, what yeah. Am I talking about? Yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. great stuff. Great stuff. When I was a kid and went to Florida and I uh, went to the theme parks there, I forget which one this was at, but there was a 3D. MGM Studios. Yes. There was a 3D yeah. Muppets show. Yeah. And uh, I thought like it was like 3D glasses. You put them on and then like things would jump out at you. And um I was like, oh, my God, this character is just jumping out at my face. Oh, my God. No, it's picked me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. And didn't realize that uh, that's how 3D glasses worked. Anyway. I, I had that experience, too, as a little Wait. kid. It's called Hollywood Studios now, but I believe that's still there. Because a few years ago, the last time I went, that movie was still there. Really? The Muppets one was yeah. still there? Oh, yeah. my God. We should go to Florida. Let's go on a, a Muppet adventure. Once everybody's vaccinated, let's go on a Muppet adventure. Can we, can we go? Yeah. Can we go to Can we go to a theme park? I haven't been to a theme park in yeah. so long. Yeah, we can. LB, are you a I'm theme park yes. person? Uh, no. No. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll go to a theme park with you both, though. I'll sit on the, I'll sit on a bench and wave at you while you go on rides. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not crazy <laughs> about rides. I just. You like the shows better? I just. Yeah. Like, I like the spectacle, yeah. you know? Yeah. I like seeing something that, like, a weird testament to like capital and like fantasy and stuff like they built up this whole fake main street that never existed and like oh yeah i'll go to like a, an unpopular theme park oh do you want to go to knott's berry farm oh my god yeah i'd love to well knott's berry farm isn't unpopular knott's berry farm oh really but yeah yeah people go there they have the peanuts license still uh, I don't know. I haven't been uh, since I was, uh, since uh, Clinton was president. <laughs> was last wow. time I, went, so not I think um, it was Clinton or Bush for me. Wow. So uh, I, here's my pitch. Halloween okay. Horror Nights at Universal is actually like the best thing you can go to at a theme park because it's really fun, like themed uh, scary houses around Halloween, but they are they have like professional grade makeup and lighting. Yeah, and you've talked about elements. this before. Yeah, it's extremely fun. That so I'm just saying, cool. that's fun. <sighs> anyway, I, I guess we should probably get going. Sorry, LB, it sounds like you oh, have something. Oh, I actually had something to say about the Meet the Feebles that I realized while we were talking about the Muppets. The thing is that like for a parody, for a satire, for satire or something to be effective, I feel like it needs to be smarter than the thing it's satirizing. And Meet the Feebles isn't is like isn't even a fraction as smart as the Muppet mm. Show. Yes, um, yes. Like if you actually yeah. think back to the Muppet 100%. Show itself, like what watching that is like and what the humor is like and the way they interact with you know celebrity guests and so on, like it's a it was a really smart show and that's what made it it. Yes, that was like the whole thing of the Muppet Show is that it was clever. Um, and Meet the Feebles isn't remotely clever, right? So right. it has this like weird. There's kind of a weird energy when something really dumb is trying to parody or satirize something pretty smart. Like every yeah. time and Family Guy Beatles does something? has that. Yeah, it has that Family Guy <laughs> energy. And that's what really turned me off about it more than anything else. It does have that Family um, Guy random humor for sure. Yeah, it yeah. really, no, but it really, really does. It yeah. has that like adult, uh, like adult cartoon Family Guy sense of humor of like we're gonna do something that's kind of fucked up but we're really really stupid 
Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I'm not saying Peter Jackson's stupid, but I'm saying his sense of humor is stupid. Uh, and he's able to make that work in later points. Mm-hmm. I feel like in in his, you know, over, but it doesn't really work here. And yeah. that's my final say on Meet the Feebles. Yeah, my my animals right now are very angry about the Feebles. <laughs> like, I'm going to be real. They're pissed about this movie. Several of them came to me last night as I was watching it. And, like, I think they were trying to comfort me and be like, Mom, turn off. Turn this off. Like, we hate this. We hate this very much. So. Well, next yeah. week we're going to watch something that is not like this at all. Right? Yeah. Yeah, wait. it's very, very different. There's still Although, violence. Wait, do we, do we still, still want to do it? Or have we? do we need a break from Peter Jackson? it's a much better movie lb have you seen heavenly creatures it used to be one of my favorite movies i haven't seen it since i was a teenager um i'm really curious about how it holds up for me okay so yeah i think like that this is that like i need to watch it next week while this is still in my mind to redeem him and my yeah because you've been watching little guys running around i haven't been watching little guys you need a reminder i need i need peter jackson to be redeemed in my mind yeah yeah Yeah, i think that's also i fair uh kate winslet is in that so that's something to look forward to for me because yes. have you not have you seen heavenly creatures before? no oh wow also clive marison who uh who plays mark's dad in an episode of peep show is apparently in this as well <laughs> oh. uh so in the christmas episode which is one of my oh, favorites wow. so yeah. i am looking forward to this yeah it's gonna be a good time it it does have some real weird energy at times like big weird energy at times and there are some animated elements for sure but I think it is a much, much better and more cohesive movie, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's a 90s Jackson. Actually, he had gotten all of his, his nasty juice out. Yeah. He had pumped, yeah. he had, you know, he had primed the pump and uh, all, all that nasty <laughs> stuff had come out. the boil. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to do, you know, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. As yeah. a medical professional, let me tell you. Sometimes you, oh, you get to Lance Boyles? Actually, no. We, oh, we super don't. Like... <laughs> I put on a lot of uh, tourniquets and bandages, but I don't really lance any boils. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be real. I'll be real with you. We don't do that in the back of the ambulance. I mean, that's not super urgent, right? It could be There's like a, a what like... if it was like a deadly yeah. boil? What if it's going to boil, boil over? I can't top that I'm not even going to try to top that so thank you everyone that is what we have for this week this is the first time I think we've actually uh, teased the next episode of this show so good job everybody I think maybe we needed to because of what happened today uh, but we do hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us if you were able to at all uh, if you want to Uh, We really do appreciate it if you rate and review our podcast or tell a friend, you know, tell a friend to listen to the next one, maybe in the last one. Uh, And you can listen to all of our shows at fanbite.com slash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, on Instagram and TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com. And you can watch our streams on twitch.tv slash fanbyte right now. Merit is streaming Merit Souls on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. uh, Check out our Twitter as well for that. Thank you to Jordan Mallory and also Paul Tamayo for producing this show. Thank you so very much uh, to both of y'all. Really, really appreciate it. And also really appreciate all the uh, the things that y'all do for us. Our Discord is fanbyte.casa. And Merit, where can people find you online? I'm at Merit K on Twitter. Excellent. LB, how about you? I'm Punk Tears on Twitter. I am on Twitter at Danielle R.I. And until next week when we watch a a much better film, (laughs) you love to see it.
Bye. Bye. Bye.